Hello, winners, and welcome one and all to the Wrong Button Podcast, the show where we talk all things nerd, most things video games, and anything that tickles our fancy. Uh, happy May the 4th, Tyler. Happy May the 4th, Chris. It is our May the 4th cast, which I think is going to become a tradition, because... Let's so hope so. I will do it for as long as I'm doing the podcast. Um, but yeah, so Star Wars Celebration just ended. Um, what a ride it was. I saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, mainly the fact that, uh, what's his name, who plays Cal Kestis, walked out and was like, you have all these customizations, where's my poncho? <laughs> Give that man his poncho. Mm, I can talk about that. That's a, that, that is... That can be on the docket as well, uh, Jedi Survivors. But yeah, um, Mandalorian just ended. Bad Bass just ended. Star Wars Celebration just ended. Uh, so I I want to do a uh, StarCast trilogy. Um, we're going to tackle the Celebration first and what we're excited for, less excited for, um, where they're going, might be going, some fan theories, and then we'll probably circle back Bad Batch and then circle back and cover the end of the Mandalorian season three. All right. Sounds great. Do you see any Star Wars celebration? I did. Uh, this was actually the first celebration. I got to catch a lot of it live. Um, at work, I actually had a stream up of celebration. They were live streaming it on YouTube. So I was getting my work done at my desk while having celebration on. Um, got to catch a lot of the um, a lot of the Survivor panel. Got to see a lot of... Um, a lot of uh, Ewan McGregor, a lot mm-hmm. of Aiden Christensen, which that man is a national treasure. Um, every time I see Aiden Christensen and I think of all of the uh, trials and tribulations he had to go through early in his Star Wars career, mm-hmm. um, seeing him get the love that he does today, is it brings a little tear to my eye. This is what, 10 years later? More than 10, almost 20. Almost 20. Eight, it was 18 years ago. Um this year that revenge of the Sith uh, came out. Cause it was 2005. Okay. I'm going to make a really hard prediction for you. Okay. Give it 10 years and we're going to be saying the same thing about the secret trilogy. You know, um, if Disney doesn't erase it, sure. I, I don't think they will. You don't think so? I don't know they're not going to cause they, they've just announced a new, a new show or a new movie that's going to feature Ray. Yeah. I'm, Personally excited for the characters to come back because uh, I think they can really get fleshed out more. Um, we'll come back to that in 10 years. Okay. Right? Uh, personally, you know what I want for that movie? I want them to be like, hey, Ray Skywalker's here. And then she's like, hey, I need to sit this one out for bullshit. And then John Boyega's like, don't worry. Boy, and just go. Just go. He's like, I'm going to go get Finn and we're going to do this. And that's just that's all I want is be like, it stars Ray. And she just kind of shows up. Maybe shows up for like a few key points in it. It's like, yeah, I'm here. And then just let, <laughs> I'm out. Let let Finpo just take that movie. Could you just see like a like a good cop, bad cop, Finn and Poe movie coming out in the future? That would be that is the Star Wars content um, based around the sequels that I would want. They had such amazing chemistry, chemistry. on screen together. Yes. Um, they they did have to carry. They did have to carry that uh, their trilogy, in my opinion. So. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited um, that they're making their return to the Star Wars galaxy. I didn't think John Boyega would be open to it, given everything that he's kind of put up with the last couple of years. Um, and I think there was a lot of mismanagement of those characters in the sequels. But you and I differ on that opinion. Oh, no, there was mismanagement. I am not. That is not um, uh, that is not up for debate there. Uh, 
I, uh, I am. I like the sequel trilogy because it's it's Star Wars. Like I saw, I remember seeing uh, the Phantom Menace in theaters and being like Darth Darth Maul showing up and be like, oh, showing your age there a little bit. <laughs> you could you didn't see it in theaters, did you? Ah, two years old. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's- laughs> I grew up on the prequels. Don't get me wrong. Little bit too young on that one. I, I grew, see. I grew up on the originals, and then those came out. Um, and it's now really cool that I've gotten to see another trilogy come out. Um, I uh, one. I, I'm Bob Iger's coming back um, because uh, what's her name? Who kind of almost caused us to lose John Favreau and Dave Filoni um, based on some of the the press releases. Uh, I lost her name. Um, You're not talking about Kathleen Kennedy, are you? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Um, this came out probably like two weeks ago. Um, it, it got reported that uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni almost walked like they were like, you know, what? fuck it. We're done. We're out. We're not doing this anymore um, because she she would like insert and be like, no, you have to do it. You have to have this. Um, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy deserves a spot on the creative process, especially when you're comparing the minds of Favreau and Filoni. I yeah. mean, they are very much Star Wars royalty. And I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy, who is already not a fan favorite, uh, should be throwing her, her weight around in that process. Like, uh, what Kathleen Kennedy is an executive producer on a lot of these shows, given her role within, um, Lucasfilm, right? Yeah. She is the current, the president of Lucasfilm. I think she's the reason, um, what's her name got pushed out from uh, the Mandalorian, uh, who was like a fan favorite for a while. Um, oh, uh, you're talking about, um, oh goodness. What's her face? She's going to be the head in, um, Ranger of the New Republic. She had like those anti-Semitic remarks on Twitter. That one, or I don't think it was anti-Semitic. I think it just wasn't, she was, she's conservative. I thought she was just being conservative Mm -hmm. and Kathleen Kennedy is like, well, we can't have that. We're Disney. And it's one of those things where I'm like, look, if I, if I did that, like, um, God, I am now blanking on every is it bill burr yeah um bill burr like makes it makes a joke about that about like hey someone came out three years ago and was like can you believe john wayne said this and he goes yeah do you know the time period john wayne was around in i can i can totally believe that he said that um no uh shout out bill burr by the way oh in his in his very short cameo in mandalorian the 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 finn exercise that we all wanted yeah. Um, with with him and Captain Phasma, they were just like, well, we're going to speed it up and do it with Bill Burr. Um, yeah, he. Uh, no, she should not be in that that presence. Um, she made one of the cardinal sins because originally I think it was it's been leaked that Finn was supposed to have a much bigger role in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I, I remember those coming out at the um, around the release of The Rise of Skywalker and he should have. Yeah. Uh, and instead, they kind of did the whole like, nope, Ray needs to be bigger because she's a female and we haven't had a had a female, you know, Jedi yet, uh, which fair. We haven't. That's not to say you couldn't do a female and, you know, another Jedi at the same time and be like, we have two Jedis for a change. It's not just, you know, it's not just the last one. Yeah, it's not just the last one that's there. Uh, and I think they, they could have done better with that um, and still done a great movie. But that's. That's all in the past. So, uh, Star Wars Celebration happened. We got the announcement of three new movies. Um, we have the like the first Jedi, I think is what it's called, um, which is about the like 
the first Jedi. Um, like years before High Republic, years before Old Republic. Like, hey, I we're going back. Yeah, yeah, this this is the Force, and this is the start of the Jedi Order. Um, we have I'm going to call it the Mandalorian movie, which that's yeah, that's a that's an interesting one that's coming up. Um, sorry, I actually have my uh, Star Wars. I have a laptop in front of me that I can use for this. Um, yeah, we have a. Uh, Mandalorian movie, and then we have the movie that is going to return with uh, with Ray in it, and be uh, after. It's way. It's after Rise of Skywalker. It, yeah. yeah, it's it's post First Order. Um, in a in a timeline that we have no knowledge of, because that's where our our Star Wars timeline ends, which is so weird to think about. Um, Growing up with legends and, you know, the the story continuing for, you know, hundreds of years. And just to think that in canon now, Rise of Skywalker is it. There's nothing else. Yeah. Which seems kind of kind of abrupt. I'm surprised that it has taken them this long to explore the timeline post First Order. I'm I'm not surprised that it's taken them this long. I honestly, because uh, on May the 4th, uh, when this comes out, so this will be our official May the 4th one, uh, I believe also so does Star Wars Visions 2. Yeah, the, the second volume. Yeah. And there was, there was an episode in the first episode uh, where we had the Jedi, the, the Sith with the umbrella lightsaber. Yeah. And there was a Jedi with like a red kyber crystal who was just out there killing, you know, Sith. But if you paid attention, the armor that the, they were wearing were first order helmets. So the whole Yeah, they did. Yeah, you're right. The whole point of this is like, okay, the first order is destroyed. Like the galaxy's in in chaos and it's like, okay, who or what are the Jedi now? Um and I am I am so excited for kind of where I've always wanted it to go. Did you ever read Aragon? Uh no, I haven't. Okay. Um fantastic young adult fiction series, uh, but it, it ends in a very, I'm going to spoil it, it's about 10 years out since the ending of that one. Uh, Not the spoilers. Spoilers. Hey, huge, huge spoiler warning. If you guys, everybody. Haven't, if you guys haven't read uh, Aragon Inheritance? <laughs> Turn off the podcast now. Walk away. <laughs> um, it's about the Dragon Riders, and the Dragon Riders in the very beginning of it were like the Jedi. It's like they are completely separate from the law. They help out all the different kingdoms, blah, 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 uh, until one Dragon Rider rises up, kills all the other ones, takes their powers. Congratulations, we have Star Wars. Fast forward, we've beaten Evil Emperor, and the main character is like working with everybody. And there's an elf. And they're like, "Hey, you need to be a dragon rider. You need to be a dragon rider." And she goes, "Cool, but I'm going to be the elven dragon rider for the elves." And like, "Well, you can't do that. You have to be separate." And like, "What happened to the last time that we did this separate thing?" And they're like, "Well, well, it." Uh, uh. She goes, "Okay, so I'm going to be the leader of the elves and a dragon rider, but my loyalties to my people." the Ordokai, the humans, like all the dragon riders will come together to kind of be like, yo, how can we not have a war go on? But at the same time, it's like, no, my loyalty needs to be to this. So I want to very much see like, sure, Rey's kind of going around doing the wandering thing, but I want to see Jedi be more like Ahsoka, where it's like, no, this is just the right thing to do. Like, I'm gonna go help these people. I'm gonna stop this slumlord over here and yeah. figure, figure it out as they go. I'm excited for that. How Jedi should be. I really, I really think that, uh, especially in her later years, Ahsoka, 
took up the mold of a lot of Jedi within the High Republic. Um, because by the time you get to the Jedi Order in their prequels, they are, let's be real here, they're arrogant. Uh, I don't really believe that they're connected to the Force how they should be, with the exception of maybe Qui-Gon, because Qui-Gon kind of, you know, he paid attention to the Living Force. Qui-Gon um, and Yoda. I'm going to also raise Yoda in there. Yoda. Mm. I will give you four Jedi that I think are. I'll fight, I'll fight you on Yoda until a certain point in Yoda's um, time, but what are the four Jedi? Okay, I'm going to say Qui-Gon, you're right. Yep, Qui-Gon. Uh, for as long as he's alive. Mm-hmm. I'm Which gonna is not say, long. Yep, Plo Koon. Yep. Yoda. Okay. And I'm going to say probably Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto, the man who stood the most chance against Palpatine in that uh, in that confrontation in, in Palp's office. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'll fight you on, on three of those, actually. Okay. I agree with Qui-Gon. Um, Yoda, I don't think he really reconnects to the Force how he should until near the end of the Clone Wars when he goes on that adventure. Um. Oh, and fights, uh, like, faces his darkness. Yeah. And, oh, God, who, who was it? It was the creator of the Rule of Two, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was, uh, Bane. Bane, okay. Cat, cat um, Bane. Oh, dark <laughs> oh. Um, and you know, ends up going to um, the wellspring of the Force and meets the was it the Wills, right? Yes. Um, so I really don't think before that, you know, Yoda was kind of with the rest of them and dived headfirst into the Clone Wars without really thinking, how did this happen? The fact that there was an army supplied for us. A, from a Jedi master that was dead. They mm-hmm. didn't really do their investigative work until near the end of the clone wars, which, you know, Plo Koon was a part of. Um, so I don't think Yoda really discovered it until it was too late until he knew it was going to happen. There's only one path forward for the Jedi. We're going to have to walk this line. Um, Kit Fisto. I'm with you. However, he did have an apprentice who was very arrogant and then got got by general Grievous. And so that's kind of where I'm, coming into so guys just so you know this tangent is about like where we think the jedi need to end up when it comes to ray going around and like yeah. wrangling these guys we have so, a point we're building to it we swear um and this is this is the point so kit fisto has the apprentice the Cal- young calamari mm-hmm. when they go to fight grievous right grievous and has a nice house by the way grievous just, has a great house this like, pet looks nice yeah it looks like he'd be friendly you could, you could get some head scratches on him um Kit Fisto, you, you watch, you know, he comes in, he's like, he's like, hey, it's so great to see you again, my young Padawan. I'm I, I'm genuinely sorry I could not see you become a Jedi Knight, but I'm that is, so proud of you. That is fair, that he wasn't there for the entire... All right, I'll give Kit Fisto a pass. Well, so th- this is what I'm building to, right? So Kit Fisto is like walking up, and the Jedi goes, don't or the, his his Jedi Knight Padawan sits there and goes, oh, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> Clears the fog out. And it's like, it's like whoosh, and it's like, Look at my power, and he's like, "I'm gonna rip the door open." And the one clone's like, "Dude, I got C4." Yeah. And Kit Fisto walks up and goes, "Hey guys, there's a there's a button to get you in. Yeah. Like you, you go right here." And it's one of those times where I'm like, "He goes, did you forget what I taught you, Padawan?" And to me, it was this is Kit Fisto going like, "Hey, I'm not gonna like we're here to hunt down Grievous. Like I, I understand exactly how important this is. However, that being said." I 
I haven't like lost what I've taught you. I'm going to practice what I preach. Yeah, which he's, he's great at. I'll, yeah. I'll so give him that. that. Like you're right. He may not have known what was going on, but I want to say he was the most like the Jedi should have been. Plo Kloon, uh, when they're fighting the the uh, uh, are you talking about the malevolence? Yes, that is fighting the ions. Yeah, and he's like, "Why are you so certain?" He goes, "You know, we're clones." And he sits there and goes, "Yeah, I don't care. You're not you're not just clones to me. Like you're 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 men. Yeah, you're, you're men just like you and me. You deserve the right to life. I'm going to do everything I can as your leader to try to bring you guys back as, as much as I can. I'm going to do everything within my power." So that's where I come to Plo Kloon. Mm-hmm. Yoda, I'm going to give you two different examples. Okay. One, Qui-Gon, or I'm sorry, Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan comes in in the Clone Wars and sits there and goes, you know, hey, Master Yoda, I can't find this. And Master Yoda's teaching the younglings, and he sits there and goes, you know, lost a planet, Master Obi-Wan has. And he, he does it with this, like, childlike enthusiasm. He sits there and he goes, you know, the, the child goes, well, someone erased it. Like, Occam's razor, like, two points. And it's, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, Yoda's sitting here going like, well, a child can figure it out. Why can't we? We just need to sit here and go, what is the most possible way? Second one, first episode that aired of the Clone Wars. With, uh, oh, they were on... Um, uh, what's, Droidaria. Yeah. And he sits there and goes, why? Like, you're, you're so concerned with this. Take off your helmets. He goes, we all look the same. He goes, no. He goes, you're so worried about this. You only care about this. You, like... Your individuality is what's going to make you special. And to me, this is Yoda acknowledging, yeah, you guys are clones. I get that. You, but you're not the same person. So that's why those are the four people I'm going to say are... Qui-Gon, to me, is a little bit zealotous in his, like... Because they sit there and go, the prophecy could be wrong. I know Dave Filoni and uh, the guy who played Kanan. I know you like him. Um, oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, also... Don't forget his amazing role as uh, Fred in the uh, in the um, live action Scooby Doo movies. Uh, so they were, they were decent movies. Yeah, they were. They are cult classics at this point. My my brother It's I like the people who want them to remake the Scooby Doo Zombie Island movie uh, with the Werecats. Oh god! And they want them to come back <laughs> as like older versions. I was like, I I would watch that. That or the, with the Hex Girls. Give me one of those movies. That's all I want. Um, the Scooby Verse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you there. I think, I think Wygon definitely. You can attribute him to being a religious zealot of uh, of the Jedi Order. He is um, he is big on his. You say you know Kit Fosto practices what he preaches. I don't think uh, Qui Gon ever stops preaching about I, the living yeah. force. Um, but so yeah, building to the point of like where the where the Jedi should have been and where they were at. Um, in the prequels into the, you know, original trilogy, uh, where exactly do you want the Jedi to be at when we get these new movies with Ray, with Finn, um, Poe better be in there because Oscar Isaac is a wonderful person to look at. Oh, oh what he is a, a handsome, what a stud. Yeah. He's, he is a short king. Yeah. Um, shout out to short Kings out there. He, uh, uh yeah, I want him to run. I want the Jedi to be. So I'm going to make a statement real quick. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm thinking, and without like spoiling what I know of a few things that are coming out, I think the Jedi, including the era of the High Republic, based on things I've seen recently, as well as the Clone Wars, I think more Jedi are 
dark Jedi than they like to realize. Um, when Mace Windu is probably, uh, I was watching a video where Mace Windu at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, or when he's coming in to rescue everybody, yeah, and he's like, do a full frontal assault, and he's kind of like sacrificing clones there, and he's like, you know, it's a war, we're gonna do this, we're gonna win. Then at the end of the, the end of the series, he's doing the same thing. Yeah, he's he, he doesn't have a lot of character growth. And it's like you are willing to rely so much on your power and the fact that you're a Jedi. And it's like your hubris has kind of made you a dark Jedi. And it's it's not so much that you're doing evil things. It's that you're like, yeah, you're winning. But what's the cost? Like, what are you yeah. actually doing? Um, so I think what we're going to find here is Jedi are going to be working way more in a gray area. For instance, they go, should they should work in a gray area. You go to an area and it's like, hey, this town like this. This guy's like a slumlord over here. He's like a like a, you know, but he keeps everyone safe. And he's like, well, they don't know what else is out there. And I might be harsh on them. But when you like just just go two towns over and tell me what you see. And they come back and they're like, OK, yeah, um, guys, uh, it sucks. But trust me, it could be a lot worse. He's being really right here. Um. Kind of like when uh, with Hondo, Hondo would come in and be like, "Yeah, you're not a you're not a good guy, but you don't take kids into battle." Yeah, type of thing. Hondo Hondo's done a lot of crappy things in his life, but he won't take child soldiers like the Jedi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite bits. It's just like, but you attacked their child. Oh, it was yesterday. It's a yeah. different day. I'm just like that's. <laughs> he goes, but I don't take them into battle. Like, ah, that's, come that's on, the difference. I may have attacked a trading vessel, but you're the reason that they were there. It's just, it's one of those things like, God, just, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's a certifiable Hondo moment. Oh. Oh, good. What a character. I've been waiting for him to pop up in live action somewhere. I'm willing to bet he's kicking around the, um, because he was kicking in, um, in Rebels. Yep. I'm willing to bet he survived all that. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, he's Hondo. You can't, can't kill Hondo. So I'm just waiting for him to, you know, give me a Hondo cameo somewhere in the, in the, uh, in the live action shows. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're right. I want to see them working in that gray area too. Uh, what you were talking about reminded me a lot of Ahsoka's episode in the Mandalorian. What was it? Season two, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, where, you know, she's working to free those people under, uh, I'm blanking on the mint on the, the minister, whoever yeah. was there, Imperial Charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who she was uh, asking about Grand Admiral Thrawn. And that character is making a return in the Ahsoka series, too. Oh. Yeah, she's in the... Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the trailers for the Ahsoka series. Yes. Yeah, she is... Uh, I figured that's what we'd end on. Yeah. Um, so she's making a return there. But, yeah, it... I am... Um, very hesitant to see where the Jedi go after this because I very much don't agree with how the Jedi went in the sequel trilogy in general. Um, just because my idea of how the Jedi were going to go with Luke Skywalker at the helm and how, you know, Disney decided to take that direction aren't the same thing. So, did you, okay. So how did you feel about Surly Luke? Uh, you know, I didn't, I'm going to try to be as respectful as possible. Okay. Because I, I feel like you need to be respectful in the star Wars fandom. Okay. We are a, um, there's some toxic there's some elements. binary elements there. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <Snap>. <laughs> Got it. We're a, we're a passionate fan base. Very passionate. 
And I think they fundamentally changed Luke Skywalker's character. I, you know, we're talking about the man who would not turn to the dark side when facing the Emperor, the man who saved Darth Vader, child killing Darth Vader, mm-hmm. murdered so many Jedi, Darth Vader. Yep. Um, you know, I don't believe he's one to really give up. Um, and I mean, he went through all of the rebellion years. I mean, there are, it was, it was dire for the rebellion for the majority of the war. Yes. Um, and to be faced with, you know, with his, uh, with his nephew's turn, um, and to give up like that after, after what happened with the temple and, you know, their, I don't even know if you really call it like a duel. Uh, I just don't think. So what? He just pops off and in, into a lost piece of the galaxy, you know, it's just chilling on Octu while the first order is rising and the galaxy's falling into chaos again. I just don't think that, you know, Luke would have given up that easily. So I, 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 I think it's kind of the movie problem yeah, where it's that, like we go from like episode two to episode three. And if it weren't for the Clone Wars, we'd kind of be like, this doesn't make sense. Like, sure, he got married in secret, but how does that go to like, OK, start killing Jedi, trust the Sith. And we're going to like it doesn't kind of kind of like that. I, I think that's the issue the, the comic tries to tries to fix mm-hmm. um, because the comic doesn't have Kylo Ren as like this evil person like when he the three jedi pursue him right three of luke's best trained jedi they come back they can't find master luke master luke's trying to like go off and stop the first order a couple other places i i think it was just like overwhelming and because everything was fragmented is kind of where he ends up where he does but these other three people ben solo tags on with the knights of ren because snoke is like hey do you want to become great go follow the knights of ren they're fucking badass right cool and uh, for their 10 minutes of screen time time, they were pretty badass, I will say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they um, so he, he goes and tags along with them. Uh, I forget what they're fighting to go get. It doesn't really matter. John has my comics. Um, of course, John does. <laughs> of course, John does. He John, does. Uh, John needs to make an appearance on the podcast. He, you at know, some he does. Point. I but uh, so what, what happens is. The, th- the three other Jedi like all die. Because of their own ineptitude, not because Kylo Ren like actively kills them. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, but because they die chasing him, he just cements himself of, oh no, I killed them. And it's like, they could have listened to Luke. They like, you can't like one of them like tries to do. It's like, it's like, don't do it. Anakin, I have the high ground. And it, but it's literally, he tried it. It's literally a chasm and he doesn't make it all the way across. And like Kylo Ren looks like he's going to get him. But the guy's like, I'm not going to be saved by you because you're the bad guy. And does, and it's one of those like, sure. So you, you could died say, for nothing. Yeah. You okay. can say you killed him, but you, it's like, if you would have let him he catch you, you could have easily. Um, so I, I think that's really the big issue there. But I, I personally, you're right. I understand that, but I could also see it at, you know, like you said, Luke, no, I saved, I saved my father. I saved Darth Vader. I presumably killed the emperor. I, you know, all these things that like, he's like, I, I threw with my lightsaber. I passed the ultimate test of the Jedi. And then Darth Vader was redeemed and was able to kill the Emperor. And I'm like, well, when you ride that high of, well, I single-handedly blew up one Death Star. Um, I single-handedly Man, defeated Darth Vader in single combat. Uh, and then 
you know, a few, throw a few other things in there. And then it's like, but I was terrified because I couldn't control my nephew. And I was like, you know what? If, if maybe if somebody would have done this to Anakin early on, maybe we wouldn't have had this problem. Like I could see him having that thought of, and then like, yep. he's like, he's like, That's what fair. am I doing? I'm not, I'm not a monster. But if you're a child and you wake up and someone has a laser sword, you know, above your bed and you have the force, like, I could see you like I could see I can see Kylo Ren's reaction there and why Luke is like I I I he now feels like I'm Anakin I caused the downfall of the Jedi Temple I literally helped create Kylo Ren to help the First Order so yeah him walking like walking away and what to do now I I can see that yeah because also he didn't tell Luke and Leia like what happened I don't think that's ever covered I think he like just fucks off and doesn't tell them like oh you mean Han way, and Leia yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry he doesn't tell Han and Leia like oh by the way I tried to kill your son that you left in my ward because um hey Thanksgiving the, the the lack of accountability I will say that that is kind of a a hallmark point of Luke yeah like you know when he kind of fucks off to go save his friends on Cloud City instead of finishing his Jedi training mm-hmm. that uh you know that lack of accountability that um that does, that does kind of fit into his character. So, I, I see the way you're you're going with it, um, and I think it brings us back to our original point because you know how you and I love to go on these tangents yes. because we we debate the great things of the Star Wars universe, and there's a lot of universe to be debating. Um, so I'm with you, and I want to see the Jedi operate within that gray area. And I just want the Jedi to get back to helping people because, you know, during the Clone Wars, civilian, I know they're being fed, you know, Palpatine's propaganda, mm-hmm. but Palpatine's propaganda isn't that wrong, you know? Like they dived headfirst into the Clone Wars. They yep. weren't helping average people anymore. I mean, especially on Coruscant. How do you have your grand Jedi temple on Coruscant? You can't help the lower levels, you know? Um, and that's why I think the Sunube episodes with Ahsoka. Oh, yes. They're dead. I think that's what makes them as amazing as they are. R.I.P. Tara Sunube. That that man did not deserve to go out like that. Nope, there's your live action appearance. Frozen in amber. Clone you in a couple hundred years. Out of everything in Obi-Wan, that one hurt. Yeah. That hurt a lot. I, uh... He's old! He is? What, you didn't give him, like, a... a like, a... He... He deserved a, a quick and clean death, not to be, you know, in the uh, crypt of the Inquisitors. It was more haunting that he was. Yeah. Because after you pointed out, like, hey, watch that with subtitles. I rewatched the episode and the guy's like, it's just creepy in there. And it's like the stormtroopers walking. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, they're uncomfortable by this because they're, they're people. They're not clones. They are just people. Yep. People um, trying to get some decent health care in the galaxy. Yeah. Seem, seem familiar. So <laughs> here's the question. What do you want the antagonist? Because we know how we want the Jedi to do. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Because I, I don't want an, another Sith Lord who's like, I want ultimate power because it's like, theoretically, that's how we get like, it's uh, Darth Plagueis, Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious kills Darth Plagueis, gets Darth Maul, gets Dooku. Gets, uh, you know how that goes. Yeah. It, it all felt like Darth. They, they were pulling these strings for like a hundred years, 
because they were Sith and extending their life. Um, what do you? Wh- how do you want new villains to be? The unknown regions, maybe the Chiss. Um, there is so much galaxy to explore outside of you know the core, the mid rim, the outer rim. There's a lot of there's a lot of galaxy out there. Um, and I think Chiss is is strong, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the Chiss are um, in the unknown regions, some somewhere. Yeah. Um, although I think they're going to end up being a big. I'm hoping they end up being a big antagonist in Ahsoka. Mm. That's my, that'd be really cool to see. But no, I mean, I think the threat needs to come from somewhere outside of their, outside of the known galaxy. Cause I mean, you know, if, if Palps was chilling, building an entire fleet on Exegol, could you imagine what else is out there? I mean, come on. I that really just needs to be the Starforge. Like somebody just needs to retcon that and be like, nope, not Exegol, it's this planet. There you go. Starforge. Um, shout out legends, which you are infinitely more versed in legends um, than I am because I tried to stick to canon when I was younger, just because keep my brain straight. That was canon when you were younger. Okay, well, it wasn't. It was yeah, kind okay, yes. <laughs> there were so many moving pieces to what canon was back oh, I then, know. though. I know it, it's like I'm. It's like the, the Republic Commando series. <laughs> yeah, it, it was canon, but now you look at the Republic Commando books. They all say legends. And it's like, but, but, but. Although they're coming slowly but surely because of the Bad Batch. Um, Commandos is brought to the forefront more. So mm-hmm. if there were if there were anything that would be brought up into canon, I think the um, Republic Commando game especially would be the um, a big one. So what a great game. What a great playthrough we did. Go check that out on the channel, everybody, if you Go have check it. Check out our... Chill. Go check out our playthrough of Republic Commando. Yeah, just um, subtle plug. Yeah, <laughs> on, I so do, sponsored by Bacton, by the way. Do you want to <laughs> see for for the future of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna stick here with with the Ray one. Um, do you would you like to see like another like Sith uprising schism or like no. you don't want re, just history repeating itself? I don't want to see that again. I mean, it's probably gonna happen anyway, but yeah, sure, I get that. Um, I think, if anything, the Sith need to end. They've been beaten so many times. And if there's going to be a schism, it's going to be from the Jedi point. You know? Um, but that's what the original one was, so it's... Yeah, well, I'd rather see Dark Jedi than Sith. Okay. Um, and that's just because, you know, Dark Jedi, they don't embrace the Sith code. Um and depending on how the Jedi Order gets rebuilt with Rey and Finn, there's always chance for a schism. So if there was a schism, it'd be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'd rather just see the galaxy united against something bigger than themselves for once. Um, like in Legends, what was it? Like the Yuvong came out of deep space. And that's what the Chiss were trying to fight off. That's why Thrawn joined Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Like if I'm not like it was. It, it's it's blurry. Blurry. <laughs> it's uh, it's fuzzy for me because it's been you know probably fifteen years since I've went down that avenue. Because wasn't that was also where Leia gets infected by the parasite that give that turns her to the dark side? Yeah, like, the parasite is part of the dark side of the force. It's like a living entity of it. Yeah, which is a really cool um aspect. I think would be really cool to you know, I guess flesh out further, investigate more. Mm-hmm. You know, actually. Uh, they did. They did in the Clone Wars. That parasite that infected um, Ahsoka. Yeah, from the uh, it was a Geonosian um, 
parasite. Oh, I thought it was the one when they were in the other world with the, the father, the daughter, and the brother. Well, oh, no, different different episodes we're thinking about. I'm thinking about the one where they get off of Geonosis after fighting the uh, the uh, Geonosian queen mm-hmm. who controls all of the dead soldiers with the with that parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on their way. It gets in the ship and infects the men. That's right. You know, Ahsoka and Barriss almost died. Like, they almost died together four or five times in that in the Clone Wars, I swear. Um, but that parasite kind of is holds dark side qualities but yeah where where would you like to see it go in the future because for me i'm pretty resounding when it comes to i need something else coming from space because i'm tired of hashing out old stories or finding stories within the the storyline that we already have within Mm -hmm. the within the movies where like you know the whole Mandalore arc is taking place between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. You know, I want not only something past the movies, and I want something new. I personally, I would actually, I wouldn't mind seeing multiple empires. Um, so, for instance, if we're saying, you know, we're years in the line, let's say Grogu is now literally the age of Yoda. I want him to be a Mandalorian Jedi and be like, these are the Jedi of Mandalore. These are the four sensitive Jedi trained by Grogu who follow the Mandalorian code. Um, I want Ray to kind of walk. I wouldn't mind if she walked like Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and like kept up the, the you know, the, the, the Skywalker traditional um, chivalrous code. Uh, then you have like the ones that are like real chivalrous. The, the some that are like using like I, I took over a planet because I'm a Jedi. Who's going to stop me? I wouldn't mind seeing a few of that. Uh, honestly, I'm a big sucker for like chasing down ancient artifacts uh, so, for instance, it's like, hey, like you're like Hexagon, like how did he just build an army there? What is that? How and do you then, house all those people, too? <laughs> yeah. And then it's it's like those are. <sighs> um, Somehow you... Palpatine returns. <laughs> you know what? People wanted legends. They gave him legends. They gave him the worst fucking part of legends. And that's OK. Um, the uh, I, I wouldn't mind if they were like, OK, let, let's go. So. Hexagall was a another Star Forge. We're like, what's the Star Forge? That's like, okay. So, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. So it's like there, there's literally a planet out there that like it feeds on the Force. It's going to devour a sun. Um, but whatever you need, it will create. What if I wanted to create Coruscant? Done. How? Force bullshit. Like I don't care. Well, what about population? Nope. It'll be there. Force force bullshit. Um, I because one, I think if they would have done that for Hexagall. And been like, this planet is ancient. It has things that we, we've we just lost to time. You know, things that have become legends, right? Just throw that in there. Have, have fun with that. Um, so I would like to see, like, you know, maybe, like, warring faction. Like, like, I understand you want something outside of it, and I would too. But it's like, okay, well then, what was this for? Oh, funny you should ask. And then it's, you know, have Admiral Thrawn be like, there's a planet out there we need to get to that I need to get to, which is Hexagall, because the whole reason I'm in this is because of what my people are dealing with. And because that was part of Thrawn's thing, like he wasn't. Thrawn is only a bad guy from a certain point of view. He's only bad because we're like the evil empire. Don't break out the Obi-Wan certain point of view. Yeah. <laughs> no, so- you're, you're right. Uh, Thrawn's my favorite villain in all of Star Wars. So I'm, he's the best villain oh, in all of Star hands Wars. Hands down. 
Like, I, I know we were like, Dooku. Dooku's cool. I like Dooku. I think the Tales of the Jedi did a good job. I with, love me some Dooku, too. That's with fair. Dooku. Um, but in terms of, like, evil, evil, I, I am still of the of the mind and body that Dooku was not completely evil. And that he just fell from his... He's a little pissed off that Mace Windu is a bastard and fucking <laughs> had to deal with that shit. Me, too. We me, too, are. Dooku. Me, too. All of us are, man. Um, but, yeah, no, I... I think that'd be really cool to see. You're you're already getting your wish though about the warring factions with how things are playing out in the Mandalorian and in that interlude between the Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens because you have the Empire who's actually still around. Mm-hmm. You have the Republic controlling spots. Um, you got Boba Fett's nice little crime family that he's chilling on tattooing with. I guess you could throw them in there. And then you also have Mandalore coming back up. Like these mm-hmm. are all different factions. Um, you know, I think you could end up seeing the Republican Mandalore get into it a little bit in this next season of the Mandalorian. Um, and I'm going to expand on that because when, oh, I'm blanking on the, the pilot's name, the, the rebel pilot who has a good relationship with Din. With, yeah. With Din, when he's investigating, Moff Gideon's escape and he finds that Beskar um, that fragment of Beskar it's like oh the Mandalorians broke Gideon out that's not great Carson Teva yes you know I think that's grounds for the Republic kind of going after Mandalore a little bit or they're mis- don't get me wrong they're misguided reasons to go after Mandalore but that could be a friction point in that in that you know relationship and then you have the you know, elements of the Republic fighting what's left of the Empire. The Mandalorians mm-hmm. hate the Empire as well because of what they did to their planet. So the warring factions aspect is already present, just not in the time, not in the part of the timeline that we would want it to be in, I guess. I I think that was a... We'll get into more of this when we do our, Mandalor- our cover mm-hmm. of Season 3 Mandalorian. I think that was a red herring um, to make us be like, oh shit, they're coming after him, and then we know how that series, that, that episode ended. That's fair, okay. Um, so... I, and the fact that Zeb was also just fucking shout out Zeb, shout out Jeff Jeff Bloom, who uh, or I'm sorry Steve Bloom, who was just like it was like no that's just fucking Steve Bloom. They got him. Okay, dope. We're in. Yep. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I think that. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a. Like I said, the Jedi are all very splintered now. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I I could see Ray being like no we need the Jedi to come together and it's like. Hey, we're going to have a council. When we summon you to this goddamn council, you show up because it means that something really big is coming on. But other than that, it's like, hey, uh, this is Mandalore's empire that they have over there. This is the New Republic. This is the, you know, Outer Rim, whoever fucking control. Like, like it, it's segmented off, but it's because like uh, the one people right now where Din Djarin has this home. Oh, in Navarro. Navarro. Like, Navarro now, I'm just like, oh, that's no longer Outer Rim. I think that's part of the Mandalorian Empire. Not because they're like subjects of the Mandalorians, but because the Mandalorians are like, we're not just going to leave you hanging here. like To deal with pirates. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to come in and make sure that you're safe. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, before we go, because I, w- I w- kind of want to end with Ahsoka. Uh, what do you want to see with the... So, uh, 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 my opinion here is heir to the uh, heir to the empire, which is going to be a Soka series. 
it's going to culminate with that movie. So we'll, we'll end I'm getting with goosebumps that one. thinking about it. Honestly, this is my most anticipated Star Wars project right now. So before whew. we go to that, what do you want to see of the first Jedi? Um, so honestly, ah, that's a great question. Um, I don't really think much back to the origin of the, of the Jedi. So I'm not really sure if I'm looking to see anything in particular. Maybe just a snapshot of what the galaxy looks like during this time period. Um, you know, I'd like to see a lot of the, the quote-unquote ancient <laughs> galaxy technology. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to see a backpack for a lightsaber? Yeah, I do. I do want to see a backpack for a lightsaber. <laughs> I want to see why they're so strong with the force because they just need the force to hold up the lightsaber. <laughs> oh, God. Shout outs I... to Legends not being at all canonically correct there. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> just just a quick sidebar. Have you ever gone on YouTube and like <laughs> watched the like history of the Star Wars galaxy YouTube videos? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, and that just, that sends me every time. <laughs> you just have these ancient Jedi with their heavy-ass backpacks. Which is supposed to be uh, the time of KOTOR. Yeah. KOTOR's like, no one would ever play this if that's how they had to use a lightsaber. So, forced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I have any, um, any expectations, really, for it. I'm just happy to see it. Um, my, my thoughts have been more focused on the future. Mm-hmm. Or the Old Republic. Give me the Old Republic, for Christ's sake. Not the High Republic? Uh, the High Republic would be cool, too. Um, I think you're just getting so close into, into um, you know, because there's only, like, I think a 150-year difference between the, the High Republic into the Phantom Menace. Okay. Or maybe not 150. I think it's, like, 180. Somewhere in that, in that you know, time period. Um, so the High Republic is literally going to end with probably the death of Darth Plagueis. Probably, yeah. And that it's like a perfect timestamp for it. Uh, yeah, give me the Old Republic. Give me the like the Sith and Jedi Wars. Let me see that. Let me see. Let me see all of that. Give me Revan. You know, give me Malgus. Give me everybody. Just from a Nihilus, all those guys. Yeah, just be awesome. Um. As, as a very avid player of the Old Republic, the MMO online, um, shout out my friend Mac. Him and I go back every year to go play back in um, all the new content that they release. Go play it together. That's cool. Yeah. It's been uh, 12 years, 13 years. I think it was 2011 that it came out. So 13 years. Still going strong. Love that game. Um, yeah, so that's what I want to see. Is that... Is the first Jedi project, is that what Taika's doing, um, the director? Because he's had a, an unnamed Star Wars project in the works for a few years now since it's been announced. And I see that man coming out with every other movie than his Star Wars movie. Taika directs everything under the sun. Um, it was an individual who became the first ever to use the Force, the prime Jedi, blah, 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 don't care, don't care. Um... You ever wish you had the force? All the time. Come on, every time I walk into a grocery store. <laughs> uh, it looks like James Mangold is gonna be the first one. Is gonna be the one doing this. Okay, Mangold. There's a there's a Taika movie that's supposed to come out in 
an undetermined amount of time with an undetermined storyline with an undetermined <laughs> everything about it, really. Um, so I was kind of hoping that maybe this would be the Taika project. I'd love to see his take on the his his take on the Star Wars galaxy. So. Yeah, but I can see one thing. One thing in this. I want them to come up. I want this 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 thing to come up with one. I have a feeling that they're going to kind of like avatar it if they're going to do like the Jedi power, like the first force user. And then it becomes uh, they become kind of like avatar where it's like this is how we're getting to the the, the chosen one who gets passed down. Um, but I also just want the chosen one to be a completely bullshit thing that he said that he says, like, did you ever see the first Lego movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where Morgan Freeman sits on the and goes, you know, it's all true because it rhymed. I want that to be the entire prophecy. No kidding. <laughs> I want, I want, because if you notice, like. That would. <laughs> I, I, want, I want the prophecy to be bullshit. Yeah. I, I want, I want Dave Filoni and John Favreau to sit down and go like, okay. I want it to be coincidence that Luke Skywalker saved Anakin and that's just how the chips fell. Um, I want. What's his name? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Because he he has, he's on the podcast and he talks about it and he's like the idea of like leveling up your Jedi, um, which is why I think Fallen Order has done the best Jedi playthrough yet. Mm-hmm. Because that it has. I'm I haven't looked at anything for Survivor yet. Neither have I. Um, very excited to. Whenever um, Fallen Order came out, I didn't have a, a console and I didn't play it online yet. So. I went and watched like the entire playthrough mm-hmm. from somebody. So I can watch, you know, this is fun. I do that. Oh, well, yeah. That's what I'm here for. But the, the force there is a utility and you're unlocking it. And I, from what I've heard about the new one was spoilers. Uh, the first episode of that will have come out by the time this comes out. There'll be a new episode today. The fourth. Um, yeah, you should, you guys should go watch it. What are you doing? Listening to our podcast right now. <laughs> Only about another half hour. Yeah, ago. Come on. Okay. Survi- survivors out guys. Um, Get your priorities in line. But uh, I think the new one starts off with Cal with all of his abilities. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like learn different ways to fight and use them, which I think that's great. I like KOTOR, don't get me wrong. But I also understand the ridiculousness of I have Force Lightning too, And it's like, uh, uh, while I understand that, I... Uh, oh. <laughs> why, why too? Like... This is Super Saiyan 2. This is Super Saiyan. Th- all right. All right. All right. Chill, guys. Um, so I like the idea of this game being like Cal's a Jedi. And if you unlock new skills, it's just like, hey, use the force in this way. And him just kind of learning as he goes. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, all, all that to say. Yeah, I just want I want the first Jedi to like tackle that. And then I literally want it to be like. Hey, look, pe- people are going to need hope. This Now that this power is unleashed on the universe and people can tap into it, know what it is, there will always be good people, there will always be bad people. Uh, uh, the Force finds a way. And that's, I, I want that to be mistranscribed to like the Chosen One, bring balance to the Force. That's all. I want it to just be like... It's like a really bad game of telephone, my man. Yeah. <laughs> all the way, all because I think Yoda even says in the... Clone Wars, or maybe Event of the Sith, uh, he is he not the chosen one from the, of the prophecy? And he goes, a prophecy that could have been misread. Yeah, we don't know what that means. So yeah, 
that's that's what I want to see at that one. That'd be really funny. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think it's not un Star Wars like to throw a nugget like that in. Though the dominoes that would fall as a result of that small small mistake are just mind blowing to think about. <laughs> It just that's just the way things happen to really, happen to go. It really is a bad game of telephone. Mm-hmm. You know, you go around the circle. You know what you said is not what comes out. Chili, we're having chili mac for lunch. We're getting deployed. What? <laughs> Where did you hear that? I said we're having chili mac for lunch. I said we were getting deployed. Like I have literally watched that go through a base. Oh. oh, it's terrible. One second you're looking forward to chili mac. <laughs> Second, back in your bags. Yeah, those are get on the C seventeen, buddy. That is uh, that's some shit that happens in the military, guys. Um, (laughs) all right, Mandalorian movie, the Ahsoka movie, the Ahsoka series. Feels very MCU ish. Um, I think it'll be cool to see. MCU ish in what way? Oh, come on! It has it has the the. The prints all over it. Um, you're basically building to like an Infinity War type movie with all of these main characters coming together from one event. That's okay. That, okay, I can see that. You know, we're 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 the Star Wars version of the MCU, and I think Filoni actually said something to that effect recently. Which, don't get me wrong, was really cool. But I think the issue you have with the MCU now is that it just got too big, and there's too much to go on, and you're just kind of MCU'd out. I don't know how big you are with how I watch the Spider-Man movies. I will watch Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and I won't watch another single Marvel movie. Yeah. So yep. shout out Tom Holland though. Those Spider-Man movies are the bomb, but there are a lot of hits and a lot of misses, mm-hmm. but you just, you're getting into too many phases. Everything has to have an end at some point. Um, while I'm happy to see this this Mandalorian movie come to light, I think it'll be really cool because especially with Filoni and Favreau taking care of it, I believe it's in good hands. Um, it's just not something that I'm like too thrilled about. I'm not big on the on the map, like the mapping of you need to watch this, 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 that and this get the nugget from that show in order for all of this to come together and work this way. OK. I, Don't get me wrong. I'm still, I'm still fucking excited for it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for it. Um, I. So one of the things, um, and I'll I'll toss it to you before you get out of here today. That way you can read it if you want. Um, one of the I I, I read ticket in prep for the next uh, Star Wars game. Uh, I read uh, Jedi Battle Stars, which is in the years between, um, Fallen Order and Survivors. And it, it's it's like a heist job. Um, but one of the, one of the concepts comes up is the futility of fighting the empire, because you're like, when you think about the first game in, in, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, like, oh, Cal did this devastating blow to the empire. (laughs) No, we didn't. Nope. Watch Rebels. There is, there is, I would say one, maybe two devastating blows to the empire. Uh, one is when like two or one of the star destroyers gets taken out. Uh, when they're calling back the probe droids. But at the end of the day, it's like it was literally just like a drop in the bucket. Yeah, it was low fall. And it was one place 
where like they were making that. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think, one of the issues that we're seeing with The Mandalorian, and I think that they were tackling well, uh, is, well, sure, and that's what Ahsoka's going to tackle, is like, okay, the Death Star's gone, the Emperor's gone, but if... if Gonna say this, please, like, no shit happened. Something would ever happen to the president, right? The, the United States military doesn't just, like, crumble. No. It, it has plans in place. It goes succession. It has... Oh, 1963 of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, mm, let's, not, let's not put this juju out there. Um, but the, that's how the, the world progresses. And so the fact that we, like, saw that a little bit in The Mandalorian, where it's like, here are the other people. And it's like, well, we can't just be warlords. So I wouldn't mind it being that the, the New Republic has not Coruscant, and that that planet of stars gets blown up in The Force Awakens. No, it doesn't. Uh, not Coruscant gets blown up. Coruscant doesn't. Not Coruscant. Oh, not... Oh, oh, oh. The oh, other... Not, the, the new, that was yeah. the name. Uh, Hassani and Prime. Yeah, not Coruscant. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling just, it that for a very specific reason, because it's, it's Coruscant, but it's just, they're like, that's not... It's, a, it's just another city planet. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. And I, I wouldn't mind the fact that if it's like, hey, the, the New Republic's here, and this is where I'm, I got the like faction area. New Republic's here. They have this space controlled. The Mandalorians are over here. And it's like, well, why didn't the Mandalorians, you know, go take on the First Order? Well, it's because the First Order had the New Republic and the Resistance. And they were over here on this part of the galaxy. And I'm like, oh, OK. Like, to me, it's and that's the whole thing. It's like it's a long way to travel. Yeah, you, you play these games and it's like. Like I said, the, the original Star Wars Fallen Order, like you go to like five planet, you help Kashyyyk, but like you might stop a factory and. The Kashyyyk art in uh, Fallen Order was my favorite, though, just for the fact that you got to see all the old Clone Wars technology that's still on the planet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just there's a gunship just flying by and you're like, oh, oh, oh whoa, <laughs> it's like the it's like the it's like fortunate son starts playing. <laughs> Uh, oh my journey! Yeah, journey. <laughs> yeah, um, that that is that is space Vietnam. Well, Endor's space Vietnam. They're both space Vietnam. They're yes, but, space Vietnam's. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, Wookiees, yes. man. So, uh, I I'm I'm okay with them saying like, hey, it's a big galaxy, and if Thrawn's only a small part, because he like technically Thrawn, like he is the Grand Admiral, but he now because of the failures and they just didn't want. He was trying to like figure out the moles and and figure out the rebellion network, and to him that was more important and crushing it. So couldn't beat him, so they had to remove him. Fair. Um, I want to harp on one last point because I know we're coming to the end of our. I, I was budgeting an hour and a half. At this point. Oh, you're, you're budgeting. You're budgeting. Hey, over budget. We're always over budget here. Um, had. Imperial leadership listened to Thrawn, the rebels would have been crushed because if that TIE defender would have been like ready to go, X-Wings didn't stand a chance against that thing. I mean, when they were raiding the um, the factory on Lothal and mm -hmm. uh, Hera was leading that strike team of X-Wings, oh, they got blown to bits. You know, the, the X-Wing is a far superior fighter to the, just a regular TIE fighter, but the TIE defender program, those things were ridiculous. TIEs that have... Uh, a hyperdrive and improved shields and like way deadlier weapons. Mm -hmm. But now nah, they decided to divert resources to project stardust and the death star that got blown up because of a small 
exhaust port and yeah. a trench. Space wizards, man. If, if he would have known he was developing to fight against space wizards, he might have put a grate over it. But he's like, I got that down to two meters. <laughs> two meters for that entire shout out space Galen. station. Yeah, shout out Galen or so for doing the rebellion a solid one. Um, yeah, I, uh, there's a dorkly comic on that one where the one guy's like, it's two meters. And then the kid's name is Skywalker, like the Skywalker <laughs> hero from the, yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Deeper. Yeah, dude. But at the very end, it's like, wow, we're not going to have him back. Hey, what do you think about doing a Millennium Falcon size haul this time? Oh, we should totally do a Millennium Falcon size. Yeah. Um, fucking love that shit. Uh, I, I don't think the, uh. That I, I don't. I think the Tide Defender program was part of it, um, but I think the other part was if Thrawn would have also just been like heated and let to kind of go dissolve the Rebellion network, like that. I think that's what most of it was was that he could just never figure out how Fulcrum worked, or he he would get bits and pieces of it, but he couldn't. He was the closest though. Oh, he, he was, by was far the closest. But that's why I like that Ezra was like. At the very end of that, uh, of Rebels, he was like, I can't defeat you. So the next best option is just to remove, remove you from yeah. play. Um, Ezra was a goat for that, honestly. Yeah. He is, I mean, Thrawn, Thrawn being present in the in the uh, original trilogy would have been very, very bad. That, that Rebel fleet would have been crushed at the second Death Star mm-hmm. in seconds. I mean... You know, Thrawn, give that man his due. He is good at what he does. Because um, I, I even think in the books in the Heir to the Empire, it was like, well, why weren't you here? And it's like, I was busy putting down every other rebellion. Yeah. He's like, this is just the one that I wasn't there at because I was holding the rest of the stuff together. Um, so like him coming back for... Um, so excited. For for the to be... I, I think this is where you're going to start to get your... Your what's outside the galaxy, like what's in the unknown yeah. regions. It's um, a perfect, it, you know, because you can explore Thrawn's origins, and he op- he opens that door, and I'm excited for that. Which that's actually a perfect way to end off a May Fourth podcast is that if there's anything to be excited about with what's coming in Star Wars, it is Thrawn, 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 and spoiler alert, Thrawn. Um. Even in the Ahsoka trailer, where they're saying that Thrawn is the heir to the Empire, I mean, I I get goosebumps every time Thrawn's mentioned mm-hmm. in something now because he's been this elephant in the room throughout the Mandalorian, um, and at the end of Rebels, you're always wondering like what happened to Ezra and what happened to Thrawn when they dropped that bomb at the end of Ahsoka's episode in season two of the Mandalorian, where she's like, where is grand Admiral Thrawn? Um, my partner, my partner and I were watching it and both of our jaws collectively dropped and jaw dropping moments in, in star Wars, like that level of dark, like jaw dropping, um, have been kind of far between recently, just because the stories that have been told, you still know, what it leads into. Mm-hmm. But with that, you were like, I have no clue where this is going. And then all of a sudden, so it was like, where's Thrawn? <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> You're looking for who? <laughs> You're where? With who? I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to bring in Mara Jade. Um, 
because so in 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 the thing they they show off uh Jor uh Joris uh or the clone of Joris depending on how they do it mm-hmm. who's the Jedi the 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 Sith Jedi Dark Jedi Dark that Jedi is Luke's, I think yeah like antithesis uh for that that portion of the series I'm hoping because his lightsaber is different they did the burnt orange yeah they, that was very intentional too yes uh, I'm I'm hoping so there's a I want to say it was the heir to the Empire books. They talk about force lightning, right? Mm-hmm. Force lightning, if I'm not mistaken, is not a force ability. It is a magic ability. Oh. oh. <laughs> and that's, oh, Lord. That's kind of where the the force and the, the Sith and the Jedi, like one of the schisms of like, hey, don't use this because the magic is unnatural. Like Yoda sitting there and doing like, I'm calling, there's a storm coming and I'm just directing that lightning bolt. That's naturally occurring. Yeah. But like throwing lightning is. Yeah. I mean, look at what happened to Palps. Yeah. Um, Boy, he got ugly. He did. Uh, but I mean, like Ray does it, but it, it's not supposed to be natural. So I'm I'm hoping that with them going into this one, uh, they go into the, the relics that Palpatine has like stored. Which could it's be a lot. the the world in between. They could show off like all that fun stuff. Like that was kind of what Rebels was getting into. Like how hey, very English Empire of them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should return this now. No, we'll give you a part of it, but you can't. You can't preserve it like we can. We took it fair and square. <laughs> we stole it and bought it legally from stolen property. Don't no. Don't ask for it back. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping that they go into a little bit more. I like the force to be a mystery. But I also like the Night Sisters. We know that they use magic. And they're like, but it's if you read Battle Scars, it's drawn from the dark side of the force. Yep. Doesn't mean it's bad. It just means like, hey, this this other portion of the force. Um, as like Luke said, like yeah. the the greater the darkness, the like The Night Sisters were crazy too. They were what a good you know addition to the Star Wars universe, the Night Sisters. They are fantastic. Yeah, that's an interesting take on it too. Mm-hmm. You've really opened my mind to the concept of, of force lightning now, or I guess you can't even call it force lightning because it's not, you know. I, I it's been so long. I think they explained that air to the mm-hmm. Jedi, like, hey, this is this is why Vader can't do it. Well, Vader's more machine than man now. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let Vader, like, this is why he uses the force in the way that he does because it wouldn't benefit him to use, or he uses force lightning once and he's like, I don't like the way it feels. Um, I kind of want them to chase down Vader's glove. Um, I don't know. I think that was also in the air to the empire. You said love or glove? Glove. So. Are you talking about the one that Luke slices off? Like, he slices off his hand? I think that's his left hand. I think it's the one on his right hand. So in. He switches hands. It might be the left hand one, right? Because mm-hmm. the right hand. I, one of his hands was real, wasn't it? Or were they both animatronic by the or, uh, robotic uh, hand? It was his forearm. Yeah. The only one that survived Mustafar was his uh, the the electronic hand that got cut off by Dooku. Which was the left one. Uh, if I'm getting my camera angles right, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was left hand. Okay. Pantomiming, crying to cry. I hate you. Yeah. Um, he had a glove, and I this was in the original. It, it, I think it was part of the Heir to the Empire series when Han Solo shows up on Cloud City and. Vader's there and he starts shooting him. He holds out his hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just takes the blast. But he do- there's no known ability 
that he would have that he could do that. So his glove is like some spider specific spider web, blah, 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 blah. That's super wrapped up in there that I think the dark Jedi that's trying, that is going to be like working with Ahsoka kind of as her antithesis. Um, Cause what, what I think so they're going to do here is they're going to take, they're going to take all of Luke's story and just be like, Hey, Luke's over here doing this thing because Mark Hamill's too old and we don't want to just have a deep fake movie. And we're gonna insert Ahsoka, make you Rosario Dawson. And I think okay. I think they did a good job with the deep fake stuff though in Mandalorian. Oh, so. they did. They hired the right guy who made it look better. Yeah. Um Are you the second go around? Yeah. The first go around was a little weird. Yeah. But uh um, second go around was very nice. But I think what they're gonna do, I'm hoping when they go to this, it's like, well, what is this? Okay, well, this glove is made from this. Uh you would have known it because Darth Vader would have been wearing it. This is how he would like like, you know how some people could, like, put their hand on top of, like, a lightsaber and, and like, push it in? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, absorb it? It was literally because of this glove was reflectant, refractant of a hyper crystal. Hmm. And it was cool. So I want them to go, like, hey, here's, you know, Dark Age of Jedi Sith. Like, hey, we don't use this. Um, or uh, I, don't, I don't I don't really know how else to go into that. But I want them to, like chase down some relics like Palpatine when he's going with Darth Plagueis the wise and he wants to live forever and he can't do that successfully yet mm-hmm. um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like well how did he get this idea show us the book of the Sith show us like show us some things that like really lean into like fuck it just throw the mask of Darth Revan in there I don't care they did do a little bit of re- um, relic hunting in the campaign of Battlefront too I did they? Yeah, okay. I don't know. You should really go watch the. Um, I bought the, it to, to play with you, but it, it's not cross platform. Wait, what'd you buy it on? The PlayStation Five. Why don't I just buy it on the PlayStation Five? I was gonna make you spend more money on it because you already. It's like what? It's like twenty bucks. I, I don't know. Come on, you and I in a lobby together. I, I don't I, know how good I'd be in it with a controller with it, but I was, I was cracked as a as a Republic Commando. Ironically, uh, I was a pro- I was a problem. Um. Anyway, something to you know, a little sidebar to, to explore after this podcast. Um. Yeah, no, the the relic hunting though. God, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. You're essentially getting into like Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Yeah, some more. So, just just give us weird relics, weird stories, treasure hunters. It to me, it's kind of like what the Mandalorian was always trying to be. Yeah, where it's like, okay, there's kind of an overarching story, but it's just like. This town's in trouble. I showed up. I'm a bounty hunter. They're out of milk. Pew, you pew, need to get pew, milk. Pew. Yes, 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 yes. And then he goes home. And that's it. That's like, there are no guns in the valley anymore, guys. Like, that. that's kind of what I want to do. Do the Indiana Jones thing. Have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think. Yeah, like, Jedi Survivors. Like, I like the idea now that it's going to be all of these really small, isolated cells. And it's like, well, why didn't they do more? And then you go, well, how big is it? You know? Even if you were to say there were a thousand Jedi that survived the purge, you know, there's what, like 40, probably 50 max max. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I, but as big as the galaxy is, I, w- I would easily say a thousand. It's not an unreasonable number. Well, I mean, there were 10,000 gal- 10,000 Jedi when the war started, though. Uh-huh. And you got to think about all the Jedi that fell in the Clone Wars. Mm hmm. And then add in Order 66 after that. I mean, I don't know, man. Order 66, was, there were a lot of, um, I, I think it was a throwaway line somewhere 
within either the end of the Clone Wars or in a comic, but they were rushing to even bring out Padawans into like Battle Command. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's how kind of dire the situation was getting. So I really think that maybe 40 or 50 survived. We we need to we, we'll get a number on that. I'm more are we saying Jedi Knights or are we just saying force sensitive, somewhat trained? Oh, I'm talking about Jedi Knights. Okay, I'm saying force sensitive Jedi Jedi trained. Oh, yeah, like okay, that's fair. So that's, that's, what I'm a, saying a that's a better yeah, that's a better yeah. number. That's like Cal Kestis, like technically becomes a Jedi Knight in Fallen Order, but before that, he's just a Padawan and he's just a scrap worker. Yeah, he just he yeah. shut himself off. So if we say we've got a thousand of those, we got the guy from you know the first episode of Kenobi who's like, "What happened to you, man?" and then. <laughs> Before he's strung up. <laughs> that guy got done dirty. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. That was a number. So um, we have such a fun year of Star Wars to look forward to. I. No movies coming out this year, right? Um, I don't think any of the movies are coming out. I, no, year. I don't think so. I think they start next year. I, yeah. 2024. Okay. Um, we do have. We have Ahsoka to look forward to mm. for the end of this year. And I August. think Ahsoka, Visions. Um, I think that's actually it for... Yeah, Mando, I think Mando oh, might... Uh, d- d- the next Tales of the Jedi, I think, is coming out this year, too. Oh, okay, so it'll probably be Christmas time. Yeah. Um, we probably won't get another Mandalorian season for another year and a half. Probably. I know they said four and five have like already been written and are done. Yeah. And they just need to principal shoot and everything. And then Andor and the Bad Batch... Both, I think Andor only has one season left on it too. Mm-hmm. Same as the Bad Batch, it's going into its final season. Uh, those are next year. Yeah. So, which I'm hyped. I'm beyond hyped for Andor. That was such a. That was a slow burn, but it got it got there. Oh, yeah. it, was, it yeah. really got there. And it, the Andor panel was actually the panel I caught the most of in I Celebration. Didn't see, I didn't it, see any of the panels, sadly. Really, really well done. Um, shout out to everybody who worked on that show. They deserve. Just all of the praise. Andor was beautifully done. I don't know if I've met somebody who didn't appreciate Andor by the end of it. So, I think Andor for me was like Rogue One, where I had I had to watch it knowing how Rogue One goes and how I felt towards that. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was like, because that that show covered a lot. Oh yeah, it did. It really did. Yeah. So there's our there's our uh, happy May the Fourth. Yeah, happy May the Fourth, everybody. Uh, Go enjoy. Um, some Star Wars marathons. I'm sure there are some local theaters somewhere around that are doing like a like a May the Fourth uh, movie binge. Um, is there any major network that's doing like a Star Wars uh, marathon? Like uh, I know Spike used to do it back. Spike in the day. used to do it. Um, is Spike still a TV network? Yes, it is. Okay, that's good to know. By the way, Return of the Jedi is 40 years old. Uh, oh God. Yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things where I've had a lot of those. Um, Oh, that was like two days ago. Never mind. I was like, hey, we could go see Return of the Jedi if you wanted. No, that was the 28th that hit theaters again. Wow. Yeah, we could have we could have gone to see Return of the Jedi on the big screen. Isn't it still going, though? For it wasn't one day only, I don't think. I have no idea. Return 40th anniversary. Uh, oh, the 28th until May the, May the 4th. So like we could literally. OK, un- hell, let's get some tickets. I mean, not not tonight. You have- yeah, I got. Yeah, I've got, I'm going to be so exhausted yeah. tomorrow morning. We um, have until uh, what May the fourth Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. So the, this I podcast. mean, May the fourth is today. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, day, the date of this, this podcast. 
imagine. We're going to go see it tonight, actually. That's a very good point. Good way to end May the 4th. Uh, Let's go. If you guys enjoyed this, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Check out the new podcast uh, panel on our YouTube channel. So you can now find all the podcasts in one convenient tab, uh, wrongbutton.youtube.com forward slash C forward slash wrong button forward slash podcast. So you can see the podcast. There will probably be a link in the description, too. There will be. Um, Or click the bell. You know, give us a thumbs up on uh, Spotify. Uh, iTunes, things like that. Give us a thumb up and like on YouTube. Yelp review too. Don't forget Yelp. Um, That'd be fantastic too. You're all winners out there and keep it weird, everybody.